It's interesting to notice how when we're learning, uh, although we're learning as we turn the dap in, we're learning different sugyas that are not, are not directly connected to one another. It's so interesting, and you should notice this, this pattern, that when we're working on an idea, that idea comes over and over again in the different sugyas from different, from different perspectives. So for, for several days, we've been busy on the idea of to what extent we have to be concerned about what other people think of us, to what extent we have to be concerned about the impact that our actions have on, on people around us, even if our actions are right and, and kosher and halachidik, everything's good, we still have to be concerned about the impact it has on the people around us. We're always educators and we've, we've had that conversation. Yesterday we started moving on to the idea of derech and we defined derech as the foundation of derech being sone matonis yichye, to live a life where one despises handouts and you either avoid them or you reciprocate them. Where there's um, you, you and you avoid them by uh, making sure that you're always giving more than you take. Uh, I, I saw just just yesterday that um, Bezos put out an additional principle. He's got a whole lot of of, of his own Aseris Hadibros, his own commandments, and he's put out a new one. Just be, I think two new ones just before he retires. The new one was a big chidush. You should always be giving more than you take. Always, always give more than you receive. Or make sure you're always adding value in every interaction, wherever you are. That's the Sone Matonis Yichye, that uh, a person who's alive is always adding value. That Sone Matonis Yichye means adding value. You're talking to somebody, make sure you bring value to the conversation. You're going to somebody for dinner, make sure you bring value to the, to the table. If you can't bring value through your conversation and through, through what you bring, you bring a bottle of wine or a box of chocolates or whatever it is. Make sure you add value. Never take value. Always be adding value. And I explained yesterday how that's the usoid both of economics and of midas, and that's why both economics and midas are known as derech because that's how Hashem designed the world. That, that schar comes from adding value. Reward, profits, profits to a business comes from adding value. Schar to a human being comes from adding value. And it's not only adding value to your fellow human being, it's kibiyochal adding value to the Rebbeinu Shalom himself, and that's called kiddush Hashem where you add Kedusha to the Shem Hashem. Um, and the Gemara and Chilul Hashem is the opposite. So today the Gemara continues with the question of Hechidami Chilul Hashem. What is Chilul Hashem and what is Kiddush Hashem? Before we go there, um, there's another, there's another mission Pika of us, along the lines of what we had yesterday, Yafet Talmud Torah, Derech Eretz, Rabbi Lozab and Azariah says in the third Perek, he says it a little differently and in quite a paradoxical way. If there's no Torah, there can't be Derech If there's no Derech there can't be Torah. Okay, so what do you do? Where do you start? Says Rabbi Yoyno, because without Torah, without Torah, you can't have Derech Kirov Because the really, the, the true Midas that there are, are, are all from the Torah. That's where you get Midas from. So what about the other statement? If there's no derech, there's no Torah. On that he says, First you've got to have midas. Torah doesn't attach itself to a person who doesn't, hasn't developed his character into one that is a bal midas. And that's why a learning program that doesn't include Musa, and Musa doesn't have to be a separate study. It's the way we do it every morning. Every morning there's, there's halacha, 
there's lomdus, there's musa, there's so that so that there's a proper nourished balance of learning. If there's no if there's nothing that you can act on, if you can't develop yourself from the from what you're learning, Lilmud Almanas Lasus means learning, even if you're learning something which is not immediately practical, but the principle can make me a better person. If we're not making ourselves a better person, as I said on Thursday night, we're here to develop our Nashomas. This is the gym of the Nashoma. This is where we work out. We've only got a lifetime. Once our life is over, you can't work out anymore. You're the Shoma is what it is. If it's fat and flabby, it stays fat and flabby for the rest of eternity. If it's fit and it can move and it's agile, then it stays that way for, for the rest of eternity. And, and Gehenim is a person who has to run a marathon for the rest of eternity and is not fit. That's Gehenim. And Ganadin is a person who runs a marathon for the rest of eternity and is super fit. And which one we have depends on how we spend our time here. But that's Musa. That's developing the character, says Rabbeinu Yonah. These two opposite things. So what do we see from here? We see from here that there are two dimensions of Derech Eretz. There's the Derech Eretz, which is basic Derech Eretz, which has to come before Torah. And then there's a super level of Derech Eretz, which comes as a result of Torah. And with that, we can understand this Gemara. When the Gemara says, If I don't pay immediately for my meat at the butcher, that's a Chilul Hashem. And then Abayah says it depends on what the, what the commercial arrangements if, if they sell on credit, then it's all right. Abayah says, when he used to buy meat from two partners, he would pay both the partners so that nobody could think that maybe he took the meat without. So look how far they go. And then afterwards they would do a cheshman and, and, and re, repay him anything that was over. If I walk in the street without Torah and Tefillin, that's a Chilul Hashem because people won't know it's because I'm tired and I stayed up late last night. People will just see the result. The result is I'm without Torah and without Tefillin. Interesting that you can see when a person is without Torah. That's what's going on in his mind, but you can see on his face, you can see on the way he walks, you can see on the way he is, whether he's in Torah or he's not in Torah. Um, Rabbi Yanai, uh, uh, um, so if there's a bad rumor about a person, um, and so on. What's in, interesting here is this isn't, these levels are not necessarily for every person. The Oruch HaShulchan, so I, I've spoken to you about the Torah Tamimah, the Oruch HaShulchan, Rabbi Chil Michal Epstein, was the father of the Torah Tamimah. Um, and I've, I think I've mentioned to you that the Oruch HaShulchan it was a Talmud of Rebellia Goldberg. It was a Talmud of Reb Chaim Velozhna. So it's only two generations from Reb Chaim Velozhna. Rebellia Goldberg held that he encouraged the Oruch HaShulchan to, to, to be a posik because he saw in the Oruch HaShulchan's learning as a young man that he would uncover a heter even if it's 10 levels deep. And that's not, even if you have to unco- go 10 levels into the, into the halacha to find the heter. And the idea of finding a heter, Moshe Feinstein explained to me himself that the idea of a posek, and this is the whole literature approach to psak, is to solve a human tragedy. It's not to, to understand the halacha. It's to, to, to use halacha or to navigate halacha in a way that solves a human tragedy. So that at any given time, a posek needs to have his heart working with empathy for the person who's asking the question. Uh, there, if there wasn't a human tragedy caused by halacha, there wouldn't be a shaila. And at the other, on the other hand, he has to have a critical intellectual at, approach to being able to analyze the halacha. So a posek is scientist and artist at the same time. And, and the rebellion Goldberg felt that the Roch HaShulchan had this capacity. And the Roch HaShulchan in the United States was, was the, the posek, more than the Mishnah Brewer. 
Uh, Rav Hinkin, who was a big influence in Halacha in, in the United States, was a Talmud, was a Musmach of the Orach HaShulchan. Uh, and that made a big difference. Moshe Feinstein used him a lot. Rabbi Yoshebeer Soloveitchik used him a lot. In Israel, the Chazunish elevated the Mishnah Brura to the kind of the, the Pesach. So there's, and that's part of the difference between the method of Psach in Israel and in, in the United States. And the Orach HaShulchan said that the, a person, a great person, a leader of a community, is like a train driver. Uh, the people in the passengers on the train can do what they want. They can sing, they can dance, they can walk, they can sleep, they can snooze, they can do whatever they want. But the, tra- the, the driver can't do that. If the driver does that for a moment, it can damage the whole train. So it is with a manig. He can't do the kind of things that other people can do because that can crash the train. One has to understand that impact, and that's what this Gemara is. Abaya then goes on to say, this is the famous Gemara, doesn't mean you must love Hashem. It's not possible to love Hashem. You don't even know what Hashem is. But you can cause Hashem to become beloved by the way you behave. And then he goes on to say, If a person is a Talmud Chochem, and he also does business nicely and speaks well to people, how lucky this person is to have learned Torah. What a terrible thing it is for people who haven't learned Torah. But if a person learns Torah and is Meshamish Tamidich Achomim, etc., that means you can be a Tamid Chochim, but your way of communicating with people is not pleasant and the way you do business is not nice. People say, oh, what a terrible thing. So you see that the ordinary man in the street is the arbitrator of Kiddush Hashem and Chilul Hashem. This is not about whether you Mekayim Halacha or not. This is the ordinary man in the street. And what's interesting here is Reb Chaim Shuelevitz asks, but in that case, why does it say Ashri Oviv Shalim Dotoira? Let it just say Ashri Oviv Shalim Doderech Eretz. This is a nice human being. Isn't he fortunate that his parents taught him how to behave? How does the person in the street, which means Goyim, it means the ordinary man in the street. This is not, the, 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 this is the, a judge of Menschlichkeit. You've got to ask human beings. It's not, it's not, you don't have to look at humanity to decide whether you're keeping halacha or not. But you look at humanity to decide whether you're a mensch or not. If people say he's not a mensch, then he's not a mensch. That's the thing as saying, yes, but they don't understand. No, they do understand. People understand very well what menschlichkeit is and what it is. And if they say he's, a, he's crazy, he's a meshuganer, or he's not a mensch, they're right. You've got to accept that. Mahabriyas imrisalov. Not mahabezdin imrisalov. It's mahabriyas imrisalov. What does humanity say? So you see, humanity has a knowledge of what is, of what is menschlichkeit and what isn't menschlichkeit. But why associate it to the Torah? Says Reb Chaim Shmuelev, it's because there are two levels of Talmud of, of Derech Eretz, as we saw in the, in the Mishnah in Pirkei Ovis, in Rabbeinu Yoyna. The one level is basic menschlichkeit, which the whole world knows. And then there's the kind of menschlichkeit which we wouldn't observe if it weren't for the Torah. And Reb Chaim Shmuelev brings many examples, and the one of them he brings is from the Medrash Tanchum in Pashas mm-hmm. Noach, that Noach wouldn't leave the Teva until Hashem told him to. Uh, that's, that's kind of it's difficult to imagine. So ordinary menschlichkeit wouldn't require that. You've done all this already. You built the teva. It took you so long to build it. You went into it. You worked so hard, as the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, all the things that Noach and his family did and how hard and difficult it was. That's amazing. Do you still have to wait until the, the captain tells you now you, can, now you can undo your safety belt and you can leave the, and you can leave the plane? You still have to wait. You, you weren't a passenger. You were the crew. Surely when the, when the plane lands, you can leave. No, says Noachan. Rebbein told me to come in. 
I don't leave until the Rebbein Shul tells me to leave. That's more than universal derech eretz. And from there, Hananya Mishol and Azariah learn that they won't leave the Kivshan until the king says they can leave the Kivshan. The king says, it's clear Hashem has, has saved you. Look what's happened over here. So, so you, you can go, no, they say, we won't go until you tell us. We may go, because you put us in. You've got to give us permission to go. It says, that's not human. That's, not, that's, that's superhuman. And the case that the Ramban brings of the reason that, ya- that Yosef takes off his coat and leaves it with, with the uh, Potiphar's wife, which causes his tragedy later on. Why didn't he just run? Why didn't he, ju- why didn't he hit her? Why didn't he do it? He's stronger than her. Says the Ramban, It wouldn't have been menschlich for a man to be abusive to a woman even if she's exploiting him and risking his life. It still wouldn't have been right. So rather he leaves his his coat in her hands so as not to engage in a fight with her and to do anything which would be That's the level. That's not a human universal level of derech. The Brius, the society will see that your level of Derech Eretz is even more than what is expected of a normal human being. That's Kiddush Hashem. Because the, the Goy realizes, or the Brius realizes, where does this come from? Where does the person get this from? This is not from the normal norms, so the social norms of Derech Eretz. This is way beyond that. So what makes him different from us? He learns Torah. That's the difference. So clearly it's from the Torah that he got these norms of Derech Eretz. So we've got to understand, I said yesterday, we're, we're teachers, we're educators in everything that we do. But more than that, we lead the world in what is right. We lead the world in what is menschlich. And we can't use the standards of the world. It's a terrible chilul Hashem if we lower than the standards of the world. But we need to get to such a point where the world says, this person is so unbelievable in his menschlichkeit, in his refinement and his nobility. He's so unbelievable. Clearly this comes from Torah. Ashri Oviv Shalim Do Torah. That's Kiddush Hashem. Then we're adding value not only to society and to our friends and our customers and so on. We're adding, we're adding um, Kiddusha to the Rebbein Hashem. And one realizes from there how a business person and a professional, what unbelievable Kiddush Hashem he can be. Because that's where it is. It's Masao Matano Be'emunah. It doesn't say he gives a good shir. It doesn't say he writes a good sefer. It says who talks nicely to people and deals well with people and conducts himself in business incredibly trustworthy, more than society would expect. That's a Kiddush Hashem. And we in business and in our professions have the opportunity every minute of the day to be Mekadeh Shem Shemayim in the way we operate or Chas V'Sholem to be Mechalub Shem Shemayim if we don't, if we don't do it right. And in Hilchus Derech Eretz, I mean, I had two amazing Rabbeim. There was my father Zal. Who, who, who taught us, Der Heretz kind of drummed it into us how important it was, and Reb Chaim Shmuelevitz, who over and over again, almost in every Shmuz, in one way or another, the importance of Der Heretz would come out. And this is one of the Yesodis of how important it is in the way we, we deal with other people.